Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, it's another great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast, and I'm grateful for you taking time out of your schedule to join us today, and I hope you continue to do what you've been doing. Share this with people you know who need encouragement, uplift, inspiration, information, and who want to do more, be more, and achieve more. I want to tell you today's show is a special show. It's a special show because I am bringing a show that I did many years ago with a special guest. He's a Hall of Fame speaker, best-selling author. He was a fighter pilot who became a speaker, and he became one of the greats. And so when I was in my doctoral program, he was kind enough, he and his wife, to let me stay there when I was doing my studies, every time I'd go to California to do my studies, and they had become uh, just dear friends. Well, he 
uh, graduated, as he liked to say. He he went on to be with the Lord recently. And so I wanted to do a special show that you could hear this interview. It was so profound, and most people had not heard it because it was many years ago. Before we get to the interview, though, I want to make sure and take a moment to thank our sponsors, Truist Financial. Two great banks came together to create an even greater bank, Truist. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and community with combined resources Collective passion, continuous pursuit of innovation, and a caring attitude, Truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses all over America to do more, be more, and achieve more. See what the future of finance is shaping up to be at Truist.com. That's Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T. Dot com Truist Bank member FDIC. Well, look, folks, as I said, this is a special show about my friend, my dear friend, the great speaker, Danny Cox, who recently went home to be with the Lord. You're going to be blessed by this interview. I'm telling you, take out your pen, your paper, your pencil, because it's going to bless you in multiple ways. So get ready for this special interview with my friend, Danny Cox. I am grateful. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it. Didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly across America, border to border, coast to coast, talking to people about how to live your best life. Understand that you can live better and achieve more every day. And you know what? You can do it. You can do it. You know how you can do it? By understanding this simple principle that God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. So live an exceptional, exceptional, excellent life. And you know, I take a moment of beginning at every show to give God glory, to give him praise, to thank him for life, strength, and health. I thank him not just for the radio show and for the television shows and for the speaking agenda and the books and the, the audios and all the stuff that happens around the world that uh, involves me, but more importantly, I'm thankful for life. Life. Life is a gift. So I encourage you to use that gift to the fullest. Make full and take full advantage of it because it is truly a gift. My guest today this is a guy who's one of my dear buddies, and we have been trying to get him on this show for a long time. He's a he's a member of the Speaker Hall of Fame. He has best-selling books. He uh, travels around the world speaking. He is a gentleman who I have had the privilege and pleasure of spending a lot of time with when I was in school in California. Uh, I'd spend a lot of time at his home because he has one of the most extensive libraries of anybody in the world. I'm going to put it like that, in the world. He has a library that all of the big speakers and authors make a point to come and sit in because of his love for books and love for learning and love for helping others. He started his life as a pilot. That's right, a pilot. He spent 10 years flying supersonic flighters as a test pilot and air show pilot. And he quickly earned the title from there to going around and creating these supersonic booms. Quickly earned the title of the sonic boom salesman. Uh, from the high-flying career in planes, he went on to start selling. And he became a great salesman and building uh, a great sales record. And uh, went from salesman to vice president in a short time. And, and then he, con he continued to 
quadruple and double his records and impact. And then he was in demand for people saying, well, how did you do it? And he went on to become one of the speakers on the National Speakers Association's uh, programs and then became one of the busiest speakers in the world. And then he went on to create best-selling books, Leadership, When the Heat's On, Seize the Day, and There Are No Limits, Breaking the Barriers and Personal High Performance. And so... Uh, there are no limits. I got this book in my hand, Breaking the Barriers. His name is the one and only Danny Cox. Danny, are you there? I am here. How are you, my dear friend? I'm doing great. Thanks, Willie. Oh, man, I'm so glad to have you. You know, it's been a while. I've been trying to get you on this show, and you are a busy man. <laughs> well, thank you. for. It's a real honor to be on it. Well, we, we're just very grateful. And, and people, I want you all to know that uh, I often, when I when I was out uh, a few months ago out in, in California with my getting ready for my, my dissertation and all of that, I spent some time with Danny and stayed at his home one night, and I couldn't go to sleep because of that doggone library. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in the library half the night, and when I went to the, the, the spare bedroom and went in there, there were books there, too. There were books everywhere. <laughs> but before we talk about that, before we talk about your books, and, and, and let's talk, I, I just gave him a kind of fingernail sketch. Who is Danny Cox? But tell us a little more about where you came from and, and about this flying thing. Okay. Well, I spent 10 years flying supersonic fighters. I was a test pilot, air show pilot. Uh, I wasn't a test pilot like they have at Edwards Air Force Base. Mine was maintenance testing. So if something was wrong with an airplane, uh, I'd, and they couldn't find out what the problem was, <laughs> I'd take it up and try to get it to do it again, uh, which so, made for some very interesting flying. So and, you, if the thing was messing up, then they'd send you up. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> that's where you learn the test pilot's prayer. <laughs> it's a very brief prayer. It goes like this. Okay, God, get this thing back on the ground, and I'll taxi it in for you. <laughs> that's it. That's the entire prayer. I, I, that's funny. Yeah. So I flew the F-86s and uh, the D-models, all-weather fighter interceptors. We went regardless of how bad the weather was. And I flew with the Nationalist Chinese Air Force out of Taiwan while I was based in the Philippines. And uh, then we transitioned into the F-102, which was the big Delta Wing uh, fighter. And that was the first airplane I flew that would go supersonic straight and level. It'd fly 1,000 miles an hour. And... Uh, then came back to the states, and Tucson, Arizona, flew with the flew the F one hundred one B Voodoo. We always said, you heard me say F one hundred one B, right? Yes. Never fly the A model of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the B model comes out. <laughs> well, you had to learn certain things along the way. You know, you had first of all. You you can only tie the record for flying low. You can't break the record <laughs> for flying low. <laughs> but the airplane I flew in, in Tucson and later in Columbus, Ohio, F-101 Voodoo, it held the world speed record for several years. It broke the sound barrier by over 200 miles an hour. It was a 1,200-mile-an-hour fighter, and uh, it would... Uh, go from sea level to 35,000 feet in a minute and 32 seconds. So it wow. almost straight up. So you were and, a pilot. You did these sonic booms. What did we, we hear? Oh, and yeah. And yeah, boom. And, and, and then you became, a, you became a salesperson. Well, yeah, that was after I left the Air Force. Uh, I I uh, thought I'd come out here to California and, 
and fly with the airlines, and uh, they loved my background. When I talked to them on the phone, they said, "Oh man, twelve hundred hours on high perform, uh, twenty-four hours rather of uh, high performance fighter time and a test pilot, an air show pilot, never had an accident." I said, "Yep, that's right." They said, "We're going to mail you an application today," and I said, uh, "Well, got one more question." What are your height requirements for your pilots? And they said five feet eight. I said that's my goal. <laughs> five feet eight. <laughs> and they said thank you very much. And that was the end of it. So I couldn't get a job because I was too short. And the Air Force loved me because I was five four. Mm. But uh, so I thought, well, if I could sell a sonic boom to upset hostile civilian audience. Uh, surely I could sell a product. So I went into the sales business, and that's when I sold for a year. And then they gave me a little office to manage in the San Fernando Valley, and I managed that for a year. Then they really messed up. This big real estate company <laughs> sent me then to their top office, which is where I had been a brand-new salesperson the year before. And you can't imagine how all those top people who remembered me as the brand-new guy from the year before now welcome me back as the boss. Wow. And they hated me with a passion. I mean, I'd start to pull into the parking lot in the morning and find out that all my salespeople had blocked all the entrances with their cars. I guess, in fact, in the Old West, you know, they were circling the wagons. Well, let me ask you a question, Daddy. How'd you do that? I mean, I mean, what were the strategies that you used, that you employed to go from? Well, it's a very common strategy. What's that? It's the managers try to turn the people that work for them into copies of themselves. Mm. And I was talking to their weaknesses. I was comparing my strengths to their weaknesses. And we shut, they just shut down on me. We went from number one to 36 out of 36 offices in three months' time. And my boss came out and said, I'm looking for your replacement. And I said, I'm going to have to learn how to do this. He said, well, you don't have much time. And I said, well, you don't know how motivated I am. So I started looking for answers. Mm-hmm. I'd see success stories in magazines and newspapers and in the general area here of Southern California. And I'd call these people and I'd say, hey, I just destroyed my company's top office and I read your success story and I need to have lunch with you soon. <laughs> so that was where I started learning. Mm-hmm. I'd take these people to lunch and I'd buy lunch and... Uh, they would, uh, I, I would ask them questions about how they built their team and what their principles were. And I found out that the real key was being aware of the person's weakness, but talking to their strengths. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean just saying something nice to them a couple of times a day. You know, my, that's a nice outfit you got on today, or I love your tie. Well, that's not it. It's really studying the people that work for you and uh, and finding out what their strengths are. Then you can remind them of these strengths. You know, they might say, oh, I was lucky getting that sale together. No, you weren't. You used a lot of creativity. I watched. And you've got a strong creativity. And, uh, and that was the way I rebuilt the office. We built back up to number one. But what was interesting, though, Willie, was we leveled off at number one. We leveled right off. where they were before. Wow. 
Well, and, and, and number uh, one is number one. Hold that thought, Danny. I want to come back after this quick break. Okay. We're going to talk about where you came from or how you can how you went from being a pilot to being a salesman to helping people create wealth and how others can do the same. We'll be right back with more from my friend, Danny Cox. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it, and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And today is a special show, a special tribute to my friend, Danny Cox. He was a Hall of Fame speaker. He was a best-selling author. He was the author of a number of books, including There Are No Limits, Breaking the Barriers in Personal High Performance, Seize the Day, and Leadership When the Heat is On. You're going to love this interview if you're just joining us. He's got so many great principles, and we're going to share with you these principles in this great interview. Enjoy this interview with Danny Cox. And so, Danny, I'm honored to have you on, and I'm grateful for you. You, you, you know, we talk about careers. You've had three different career directions. You know, yeah. you kind of give us a, uh, what they are and then how you went from one to the other. Okay, well, I, I graduated from Southern Illinois University and got my commission at the time I graduated 
so I came into the Air Force as a second lieutenant, went through pilot training, advanced pilot training, and then to squadrons. Uh, and uh, then from there, when I couldn't get a job with the airlines after I got out of the Air Force, I didn't retire from the Air Force. I hung it up after 10 years. And uh, so I um, I thought, well, uh, I've got to go do something else because I've got to I've got a wife and three three daughters, and so I went in the sales business, and that's when I sold for a year, and I I found the sales business interesting, but I found out later that the leadership thing was the real important thing, and so when I realized that a manager cannot say I'm the leader, well, who can say it? Well, the people that work for that that manager. And when do they say that? This is one of the big discoveries I made. It it's after they that the manager has done a great job working with their strengths and building their strengths and helping them get through uh, their own self-imposed barriers, like they did when you know, we got back to number one. They got comfortable, and I had to challenge them to go on through that. And then after I realized that. Uh, I'd been in that sales business for 10 years that it was time for me to go out and start speaking around the country, which I did. And uh, then I've been doing that for over 30 years. So, Wow. Well, you're in the Speaker Hall of Fame and uh, people around the world know you. And I'm honored also as I, I, I've, I've been bringing in different folks over the last few months who uh, are part of this Napoleon Hill 17 Principles for Success. Yes which is an awesome, awesome collection of thought leaders, 53 top thought leaders. Each one of the 17 principles has three thought leaders on it, and Danny's one of the, 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 the thought leaders in one of the programs. Which one are you on, Danny? Uh, team building. On team building. And so, uh, if folks, if you want to get this access to this um, product, and I'm going to be talking more about how you can get it. Go to my, just send me an email, willie at willyjolly.com or info at willyjolly.com and say, I want more information about the Napoleon Hill audio series. But I, I'm leading that to say that, Danny, um, we all are, are, are students of Napoleon Hill. We are all a, a part of the legacy of Napoleon Hill in, in, the, in the book, Think and Grow yep. Rich. And I want to also give people a copy of that book if you go to willyjolly.com slash free. willyjolly.com slash free so you can get the book that changed my life and I assume changed Danny's life as well. But Danny, you are you're probably one of the biggest promoters of the fact that uh, your reading and what you read is what helps you create wealth in your life. Let's talk about that because that you have something that everybody in the speaking industry is envious of. You have one of the most <laughs> profound libraries that it can be imagined. You have to see it to believe it, folks. That's all I can say. You have to see it to believe it. Well, but, and it's all centered around self-improvement. Yes. And it goes back. Most people think, well, uh, maybe the speaking business started uh, 40 or 50 years ago. No, it started 160 years ago uh, with a book called uh, uh, Self-Help. That was the first book, and it was written by uh, Samuel, Dr. Samuel Smiles, and that was what started this whole flood then of inspired people. They read his book, and 
and then like people like Orison Martin, who who uh, actually started the very first success magazine in the 1890s, and uh, he wrote uh, 40-some-odd self-improvement books. And so I just, you know, as much as I traveled, I'd, I'd get into a town where I was going to be speaking the next day, and if I had some time, I'd go to one of the local bookstores and see what they had. And that's the way I started building the library. And I've got almost, uh, I think it's 800 and some odd self-improvement books that go all the way back. And some of them beautifully bound, like some of Elbert Hubbard's books, not L. Ron Hubbard, but Elbert Hubbard's books. And so I learned a lot from those guys. You know, he's a, Elbert Hubbard, he's the guy that said, uh, even a dead fish can go downstream. It takes a live one to go against the current. Mm. And he's the one who said, uh, uh, if you want a job done, give it to a busy person. The other kind has no time. Mm. And uh, Orson Martin, he said, uh, uh, how was it? Adversity puts... Uh, uh, Adversity sometimes strips a person only to discover the person. Mm. And that is so true. So I was just inspired by this, and I read a lot and really enjoy it, too, and as well as writing, too. Wow. But it sure brought a lot of interesting people into my life. Tell us about some of the people who've come to <laughs> that library. Just tell well, us. Uh, beside of Willie Jolly, beside of Dr. Willie Jolly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my friend Hal Needham, Hal Needham is Hollywood's highest paid stuntman. He's a guy that wrote and directed Smokey and the Bandit, uh, and also Cannonball Run. And, uh, by the way, uh, Alfred Hitchcock said that the, his favorite movie was Smokey and the Bandit. And it's a hilarious movie if you haven't seen it. And Hal just passed away uh, about uh, a month ago. He had a great quote. You, you, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's what his father taught, uh, taught him when he was a boy. He said, uh, "When a job is once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be it great or be it small, do it well or not at all." Mm. And Hal had a seventh grade education and fifty-six major bone breaks. And, and he was, and he was a real character. He uh, he lived on the estate with uh, Burt Reynolds for eleven years, and uh, he was just an incredible guy, real gentleman too. Yeah, so. and, he, and you told me something else too. One other thing that we oh, yeah. about his his desire to, to do what he loved to do. Yeah, I asked him once. I said, you know, do you ever worry about getting killed? Because I was a fighter pilot. I mean, I had to. You know, that was a concern, but we learned to live with that. And I asked him, I said, do you worry about getting killed? And his answer was, if I get killed tomorrow, I'm going to know I did exactly what I did wanted to do with my life. And he said, how many people do you know that can say that? Mm. And I said, not very many. Mm. And he, he lived life right up to the end. He was a real real risk taker naturally with 56 major bone breaks <laughs> he uh, he had uh, he owned the rocket car that broke the sound barrier on the ground for the first time he it was a rocket powered car 
he just did all kinds of things. That probably would drew you two of you, both of y'all would like speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, who else has been to your your library? Mel Blank. Hmm. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and he told me that, uh, I asked him, I said, you were in a car wreck once. He said, oh, yeah, I was almost killed. And this was a number of years ago. He and I were having this conversation. That he said, uh, I was unconscious for over six weeks. He said, they, they didn't think I was going to make it. And he said, every day they'd come in and say, Mel, if you hear me, blink an eye, move a finger, a toe, nothing would happen. And he said, finally, one day, after six weeks, somebody, uh, a surgeon walked in and said, well, let's see how Bugs Bunny's doing. And Bugs Bunny answered him <laughs> in Bugs's voice. Wow. And you know what he said. He ain't, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor almost dropped his teeth. Mm-hmm. And he said, Mel, say that again. And nothing. And then he realized what he had done. He said, Bugs, how's Mel? And in Bugs's voice, he said, eh, he ain't so good. <laughs> and that was the breakthrough. Now, that's how important it is to talk to strengths. Wow. You know, he had 400 voices that he did. And uh, uh, John Maxwell was here. He was going to stop by, best-selling author, right? He, he was going to stop by for a quick look at my library. He was here three hours. So, <laughs> And how... He he was doing some speaking, wanting to do more uh, four or five years ago. So he spent a lot of time here in the the library, too. Wow. People all over the country, folks, know about this library and the fact that it has some of the rare books that you can't find anywhere else. And Danny has them. And I stood in that spot and and just uh, was yep. overwhelmed. And then I spent the night and I couldn't could, couldn't go to sleep because I kept bringing more books to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it does have that effect on people. It has that effect. <laughs> and so he, 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 he is incredible about the power of books. And that's why I wanted to talk to Danny because I'm on a campaign to help people create more wealth and get health. And all of it starts in your knowledge, your knowledge base, you know, money and as well as good health and all of those thinking start with how you, what you, you know, if your your family only knew eating fat foods and high calorie foods, then that's what you're going to know. But if you start to learn about how to be healthy, how to be wealthy, how to be wise, how to have long life, how to make the most of the time you're here, whatever the time it is, and how to maximize your gifts. I told you this was going to be a wow interview. This interview is one I recorded many years ago, and I wanted to make sure you heard it as we celebrate the life of Danny Cox. We'll be right back after this station identification with more from my friend, Danny Cox. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that 
others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willa Jolly with a special tribute show to my friend, the incredible Hall of Fame speaker, best-selling author, Danny Cox. I want to get back in this show because there's so much information. But before I do, I want to take a moment to make sure I shout out our sponsor, Truist Financial. They're the bank that's here for better. BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Let me give you one example. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for all people who are striving to do more, be more, and achieve more. Hope you'll check them out at Truist.com. Let me spell it for you. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truist Financial, member FDIC. Now, let's get back into this great interview with Danny Cox. I'm excited because I got my guest, the author. The author of the book, There Are No Limits, Danny Cox, Breaking the Barrier in Personal High Performance. And it's a great picture of this jet going up in a upward climb with the bombs on the on the jet, with the fire coming out the back. And uh, Danny, that's what you did, huh? Yeah. I flew that uh, F-101 for 1,200 hours, so that's over 1,000 flights uh, in that that kind of an airplane. Wow. So a real performer. Now, where did you learn your love for books? That's what I, I think that's a critical question because you agree, as I do, that the, the, the secret to success is, is what you think. And your thinking is determined exactly. by what you put in your head. Talk about that a little bit. Okay. A guy that had a major effect on my life, uh, his name was Mike Vance. And he was a right arm for Walt Disney. Walt Disney said, Mike Vance is the guy that makes me think. Well, I found Mike and right when I needed him the most. And his seminars, he would talk about some of these older books. And I started going to some of the old bookstores that I found. I, I, I didn't even know what they had any around. The more I read them, the more excited I got about them. They were like a tutor almost. Uh, Mike Vance called uh, those books written by guys that are already graduated to the next realm. He said they were uh, borrowed heroes. Mm. And that's the way I looked at it. I really sat down and tried to really understand what this person was saying. I took copious notes and tried it. I was always trying something new, which also affects, by the way, your morale. If you're trying something new, any one thing per day, you can't help but 
improve your morale. Mm, you know, I like that, borrowed heroes. And also another one that people have uh, shared with me over the years, uh, what you read in a book is like doing a brain transplant. You transplant yeah. what is somebody else's brain into your brain, or you download it a good way, a brain download from what they're thinking into your thinking so that you can be influenced positively by it. And that's why we encourage you to read positive books and uplifting books and not just shades of gray or whatever it is. Anyway, we want you to read positive, uplifting books about people who have done what you want to do, achieved the success that you want to achieve and do it in a way that you can figure out if they could do it, maybe I could do it as well. And that's what Danny Cox has proven with his love of books, love of books. It's incredible what you have developed and, and how, how have books changed your life, Danny? When I'd read a book before, uh, I'd say, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But all, all of a sudden, I realized that I was slipping by great ideas. All of a sudden, I felt my focus get much stronger because I was reading something that I knew was going to be, was going to positively affect my life. Hmm. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. You speak to major corporations now all over the country yes. and around the world, and you talk about leadership primarily. Am I correct? Yes, that's right. And why don't you tell me some of the things that you've shared with some of the so some of these uh, folks who are listening? Oh, oh, I'd love to. Yeah, share some I, of the things you share with your that, audiences. One of the things I talk about to an, a management audience who want to be great leaders that leadership is the ability to use the job to develop the person while having fun doing it. Mm. And salespeople get better right after the sales manager does. So mm. it's got to be a growth curve for both the team member as well as the team manager or hopefully moving into being called a leader. Mm. Salespeople will improve when the manager does. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Wow. What else do you tell them? I show them how I laid out the plan to work with the strengths and that's in my book, Leadership When the Heat's On. It's a, a system that I used. I had to get these people back on my side, the ones that I really worked over from when I first took over that number one office. I knew that I had to, to uh, get them back. And I picked not the high producer, but the one that was most respected by the other team members. I wanted to get that person saying good things about what they were learning from me. And as a result, then I, I put a, a priority on each and every one of them to get them over based on how respected they were by the other team members and go to work on them. You know, I, I always say, if you've got a frog to swallow, don't look at it too long. And if you've got more than one to swallow, swallow the biggest and first. So, <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. So you've been able to build these this business the first, in the, first in the success in the flying arena, then success in the sales arena, and then success in the speaking arena, where you now speak a Hall of Famer. And all of this, what's the key to your success? What what drives you? Well, the fact that I know that there are a lot of things that really work that a lot of people aren't using. So I think that's my driving force. And then, you know, the other thing, too, was uh, my friend Jim Newton, who wrote the book Uncommon Friends. He was a friend of Henry Ford, Harvey Firestone, Thomas Edison, Charles Lindbergh. And I asked him once, I said, when you were a young man, and he was 20, he was running around with these great minds. And I said, did they have anything in common? He said, yeah, they had three driving forces, a sense of purpose, spirit of adventure, and number three was a desire for continued personal growth. Mm. 
Well, that's what my book, There Are No Limits, is all about, how you apply that purpose, adventure, and growth to your life. Mm, wow. Th- those are powerful because uh, uh, those are the people who we know as the icons of America, you know, that's Lindbergh, right. uh, Harvey Firestone, uh, 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 Henry Ford, uh, uh, Edison, all of those guys were the guys who who were doing big and bold and great things and were amazing and just oh, did yeah. amazing I, things. I asked Jim, I said, give me an example of, of the, the fact that uh, they had a continuing drive for more learning more. And he said he he was with Thomas Edison one time and it was a news conference and one of the news asked Thomas Edison, he said, when are you going to retire? And Mr. Edison got a mischievous-looking grin on his face, and he said, the day before the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost made it. It was six days before <laughs> he, he graduated. Wow. And that's what you talk about, Jeff. Yeah. People don't die, they graduate. Yep. Talk about that a little bit, because I think that's, people need to hear that. To me, it's really important to keep that focus that uh, you've got to keep learning. And I've met so many people that up, up in years, well, you know, as I said, Jim Newton, I mean, when he hired me to come down and speak to his company in Florida, I didn't know anything about this guy. And when he, when I found out that he had worked very closely with these guys, I thought, oh, my gosh. And that really was a turning point because he and his wife became just like parents to us, my wife and me. And as a matter of fact, uh, after he graduated, uh, his his widow, who was six years older than him, and he died when he was in nineties, mid nineties, and uh, she was already over a hundred. And matter of fact, she wrote she wrote the uh, forward for my leadership in the heat's on book, mm. and at a hundred and four years old. Wow! And these people stay stayed so sharp. And they could discuss things, and they would repeat, you know, poetry to each other, and oh, they were just real fun to be around. And that's a real morale builder. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Keep learning right up until the end. Yep. And and that, I think that's critically important, and that's why successful people are successful. Yeah. You know, I have not found one successful person who is a self-made millionaire who doesn't talk about the impact of the books they read, the, the audio vi- that, they, that they they listen to, the, the seminars they go to. Not one, not one. Wherever I go around the world, they're talking about books. They're talking about ideas. They're talking about seminars. And, and Danny, you would, I'm sure, uh, proclaim the same. Yes, exactly. And it makes a world of difference in your wealth. And what we want people to be is healthy, wealthy, and wise. Yes. And so you have been a pro- provocateur of that for so long, for many years, telling people, read the book, come to my library, learn more, go to go get your library, develop your own library. And, and that's one of the things I think is important that we talk about is the fact that you have been uh, on the forefront of trying to encourage people to read more. Yes, exactly. And no more repeated yesterdays. That, that'll ruin your morale quicker than anything, of just getting into a habit of, I've always done it this way. Mm, so you find new, 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 new opportunity, new places, and yep, new, new experiences, right. and that—that's part of your growth process. Yep. Now, just so they'll know for reference, how old are you now, Danny? Uh, my next birthday, I'll be eighty. 
Wow. And he's still reading. He's still speaking. He's still uh, active, uh, uh, active in his church. You're a member of the Shepherd's Grove. Uh, am yes. I correct? Yes. Sir. And that is uh, formerly the Crystal Cathedral. Yeah, that's a congregation. That, uh, they call it the Hour of Power Congregation. At, at I like that. I like Shepherd's that title, Hour of Power Congregation. Well, like you that. blew him away three sermons there that I remember. <laughs> they still talk about you. <laughs> well, we had a great time, and I thank you for for uh, helping me to get that 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 process going oh, by just yeah. by your willingness to to even take me to church with you. And from there, that I tell you a story about you everywhere I go about people wouldn't say, you know, the reason I got my doctorate is because I called a friend of mine, Danny Cox, just to ask him could I go to church with him. <laughs> <laughs> and when he told them, I to he told them that I was coming. They said, "Well, he speak." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so I spoke. I had a better seat for you. Yeah, that's platform. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was from that we we were able to start the doctoral process, and uh, the the dean of the seminary was in the audience, and uh, he called me and asked me to speak, and and from there I I was able to work out an opportunity to go back to school and and speak, and so I want to thank Danny Cox for that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the last segment and talk about the steps that people can use for success. The steps for success that, uh, Danny, if you were going to talk to a college class, what would you tell them steps for success and how they can start to turn their life around? Folks, you're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly across America on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I want you to know wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that you can transform your life when you make up your mind to change your thinking. This is for sure. And I know the best is yet to come. The ocean. Whenever one door closes, I hope one more opens. Promise me that you give faith a fighting chance. And when you get the choice, sit it out or dance. I hope you do. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest 
and changed my thinking, invested my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. We're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I am so excited about today's show. It's a special show to celebrate the life of a giant. Now, he was only five feet six inches tall, or five feet four inches tall. He said with his good days, he was five foot six or five foot eight was his goal, his dream. But he was a short fella, but a big giant on the inside, Danny Cox. And he was one of my mentors, he had the most incredible love for books and about learning and self-development and self-help processes and programs, and he helped me to grow my business and grow my future. So I want to come back into this interview and share these life principles with Hall of Fame, best-selling author, speaker extraordinary, Danny Cox. Let's go back into this interview. Uh, Danny, I'm going to talk about your library real quick, though. Real quick, I want you to talk about your history. You you come from a pretty long line of, of colorful people in the past. Well, yeah, my the Cox family, my, my Cox family, uh, came to this continent 400 years ago in 1607. And then... Uh, my mother's side, that was my father's side, my mother's side of the family, uh, they came here in the early 1700s, and it was a Shelby family, and they really had a powerful impact in the Revolutionary War. Uh, the Shelbys were really respected as great uh, American patriots, and so I, I found all this out after I, I was grown and, and mature, very mature. I didn't know it. I, you know, I, I tell people, you know, talk to your kids, tell them about your 
ancestors. So I did that. So you part of them uh, were in the uh, American uh, American Patriots and the American Revolutionary War, and then you yeah, had some. I'm a member of the Sons of the American Revolution. Okay, and then you had some to do with Memorial Day too. Well, yeah, uh, there was a guy by the name of General John A. Logan, and uh, he and his wife after the Civil War. He was a uh, Union uh, a war vet. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was handpicked by Abraham Lincoln mm. to uh, to lead. And so anyway, he he was uh, his wife went out to a cemetery oh, about a year after the Civil War was over, and she was appalled at the, how bad it was. It, it really had overgrown, and so that was what started Memorial Day. Mm. And her two sisters were my great 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 aunts. Wow! So that's how we, today we we celebrate Memorial Day for somebody who uh, was one of your ancestors. Yes. Wow. Uh, Wow. And my great-grandfather was a POW at prisoner of war at Andersonville during the, during the Civil War. He was captured in the Battle of Atlanta. Wow. Wow. So uh, you have a lot of uh, military DNA, yeah. and that kind of may have some impact on the fact you were a fighter pilot for all well, those years. Well, I, I would imagine so. We always said, you know, uh, fighter pilots uh, grow older but never grow up. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, wow. We have always had, fighter pilots are known generally for their sense of humor and carefree attitude. Wow. Okay, so imagine we were in a room. We got about five minutes. We got these young entrepreneurs. We got college students. We got people who really want to be successful, and they need some some step-by-step tips of what they need to do to be successful. What would you tell them? Okay, four words I'd give them. First of all, dream. Dream that great dream of yours. And I, I also had the pleasure of having lunch once with George Foreman. Mm. I asked him, I said, how did, how did you stand the pain to get to be heavyweight boxing? He said, if I see what I want real good in my mind, I don't notice any pain in getting it. Mm. So dream that dream vividly. Second word, study. Study everything you can get your hands on. And that includes people, too, not just books. But people are in maybe a different uh, industry than what you are. But you, you can still learn from them. And then the third word is plan. Lay your plan out carefully. And uh, the fourth word, action. Mm. Get it into action. Because nothing happens unless you get it into action. So I always say stand up or give up. Stand up or give up. That's right. And and, and those who stand up make it happen. And those who That's give right. up uh, are always regretful of what they could have done if they would just have stood up, if they had a plan, if they would just study and develop themselves, and if they would dream that big dream, that great dream. And there's a yep. dream on the inside of everybody, but many people uh, let their fears keep them from living their dreams. And we yep. want people to live their dreams and to be all they can be, to go where they can, do what they can, and achieve incredible success in those endeavors. Now, Danny, uh, you have had some great success. Also, you've been able to sustain yourself. You know, like you say, you're 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 in uh, senior years, but you're living a very nice lifestyle. You you speak when you want to speak, but you you you're doing okay. What were some of the things you started preparing for years ago for your financial future? What was your thinking in preparing for your financial future back when you were in your fifties, maybe or forty, fifty? Uh, so, so well, I located a guy through one of the uh, seminars at the Crystal Cathedral at the time, and uh, he became my stockbroker, and I said, okay, I don't have time to 
study that and all this other stuff that I want to do in front of audiences. And he took over and he just did wonders for us and still work. We still work with him. Oh, and by the way, he was an ex-fighter pilot. Mm, okay. <laughs> so you, you got some, some professional people who were, yeah. I'm sure you vetted him and you talked to him. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and find out if he has done what he has said he can do and done it personally so that then he can help you. And he's done well with that. Oh, absolutely. Wow. So, folks, one of the things I think is important is you generate wealth and then you find ways to, to defend that wealth, to take care of it, to, to nurture right. it, to, to grow it uh, while you get, you've got it and you find good, qualified people. And if you were listening last week, you heard Jim Stovall say, go in and ask people, vet them. Have you done, what have you done? Are you a millionaire? Have you made some money? Uh, uh, have you, what have you done? So a lot of people now in the, in the marketplace are, uh, are telling people how to do things and they've never done it themselves. But I'm glad I bring on the best and the brightest thought leaders who actually do what they're talking about doing. And Danny Cox is one of those people. Um, Danny, you have uh, one more part of your life that I think is profound and I think is, is, is not about success in the, in the greatest sense of wealth building. It's just about success in a sense of family. You have quite a family story that I think if you could tell, just tell in a couple minutes about you and your bride and your daughter, I think that would be profound. Well, uh, I moved into uh, an apartment, uh, a three-story apartment in Columbus, Ohio, when I was flying fighters. I'd just been assigned there, and I lived right across the street from a beautiful young widow with three little girls. And her husband had been a fighter pilot. Uh, at that squadron, but he had already been killed in Vietnam. He was the 181st guy killed in Vietnam. And uh, our, well, I was out in front of the, the, my apartment working on my Corvette Stingray. I lived the role of fighter pilot. Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> and this little girl come up behind me, and she said, hi. And I said, hi. She said, my name's Kendra. What's yours? And I said, well, it's Danny. And she looked at me and she said, do you have a mommy? And I assumed she meant wife. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't. She says, well, I don't have a daddy and my mommy lives right there. So, <laughs> so I kid my wife about that, you know, but it, it's been wonderful. We've got eight grandkids now. And one of our grandsons just got married in Costa Rica last uh, week, as a matter of fact. My wife went down there for the wedding. And it was... Uh, it's good to see all the. How many? How long have y'all been married now? Well, only only forty eight years. <laughs> wow, forty eight yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we're taking it a day at a time. Wow, that, <laughs> folks, I wanted y'all to hear that story. I knew that story. My wife and I love that story, <laughs> and how they have this just wonderful relationship, and uh, he has one of the most beautiful women in his life. Uh, uh, Teddy uh, is is yeah. just an incredible lady, gorgeous, uh, sweet as she can be, and, and runs his business and keeps him straight, and uh, they love the Lord. So, you know, I'm excited about having a Danny Cox in my life as a friend of oh, mine. Oh, well, thank you. And, and by the way, yes. when we t told the girls that uh, we were going to get married, mm -hmm. uh, Kendra, again, the one that introduced us, came running across the, the living room, jumped up and threw her arms around my neck. She was six years old then. And uh, she said, I know something. I said, what do you know? She says, you're going to marry us. I 
Folks, that I think we're talking commitment here. <laughs> marry us. <laughs> Not just marry my mom, marry us. It's the whole yeah, family. Yeah. Well, Danny, you have been just a joy to be have on the radio. I'm so glad we finally got a chance to oh, have you on. Too. I want to encourage, uh, where do people get your books, Danny? Where do they reach well, out to you? Uh, go to my website. It's uh, dannycox.com. Dannycox.com. There are no limits. Breaking the barriers and personal high performance. Thank you, Danny, for being my friend. Thank you for letting me uh, uh, sleep on your uh, 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 library uh, couch (laughs) and read books and fall asleep and read more books. Thank you for for letting me stay in your guest room. Thank you for taking me to church. You're a good friend, and I'm grateful for you. Anytime. All right. God bless you. Kiss Teddy for me and all the family. Okay, will do. All right, buddy. Thank you. Wow. 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 I told you it was going to be awesome. I told you it was going to be awesome. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it sharing with you. Danny Cox recently passed on or graduated, as he said in the interview, and he's gone on to uh, fly at a higher level. But I am so grateful for his influence and his impact on my life and the lives of so many people around the world. I want to thank Truist Financial for coming again to be with us as we go through this program. They were kind enough to say we wanted to make sure we celebrated Danny with the world. And we are partnering with Truist. SunTrust and BB&T merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. You got to check out what Truist is doing at Truist.com. Let me spell it for you. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. And I want to thank you all for joining us. Make sure to go to winwithwilly.com, sign up for my newsletter, winwithwilly.com, and access all of the websites, my marriage site, and then join us Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live for Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast. And you can remember that we've got free things and great products and resources for you on winwithwilly.com. Have a great day and a great week and a great month on purpose. And remember, for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program. And I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible 
for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.